welcome to Talkie Bits, the podcast from me, Leanne Dundas. Hi. This is a week that brought us a candle that apparently smells like Harry Styles. Who on earth came up with this? Seriously, how do you get to the bottom of this? Do you just pay for a meet and greet and start sniffing him? Do you not get kicked out after a while? Be like, just a second, just a second. And there's something underlying and I can't work out what it is. One more, one more sniff on the road, Harry. <sighs> Bergamonts, there you go. Now I can be kicked out. Thanks for your time. Totally worth getting arrested for. Sold out everywhere. Everybody wants to smell Harry weirdly in the living room. To be honest, though, as much as this does sound weird, it's still better than Gwyneth Paltrow's candle that supposedly smells like a bits. I've got more questions for people who buy that candle. It's weird to move from that subject to food, but do you know when you instantly feel like you've ruined someone's day? I had that exact feeling the other day. Went to KFC, drive through were open, we were all giddy, Q1 massive. Totally worth it, though, because we haven't had any sort of takeaways in, well, pizza shops have been open still. Any sort of, like, McDonald's, KFC, that kind of takeaway in months. I think my bank must think that there's something wrong. Honestly, that took most of the room up on my bank statements. <laughs> Until now, I've saved a fortune. So we're really, really happy when it opened back up. And because of the ginormous queues, there's a guy standing outside directing traffic and then saying, it's only a limited menu. We're really sorry, but we've only got this, 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 this and this. And I turned around to him and I said, oh, how many times you said that today? He went, too many. And kind of did a bit of an eye roll. <laughs> and he went, it's fine, though, because I've nearly finished my shift. So what? At half 12 at lunchtime. He said, it's only half 12? I've only been stood here for an hour and a half. I was like, no, no, drive, drive. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this. I don't want him to take my burger privileges away from me. Go on. He's on his own now, is that lad? He can deal with this himself. Because I'm kind like that. And it's because I'm so kind that I got my fella for his birthday this week a hug. One big cuddle. Because we're not allowed anywhere, no shops are open, and I'm extremely tight anyway, so it saved me a fortune. <laughs> Can we get away with that for Christmas as well? One hug. Here we go. Although it is my birthday next month, so I would like an actual present. Maybe something from the supermarket, because that's all that is open and available to us at the moment. Darling, I came home with a candle, a new set of tongs, and a melon. <laughs> I saw this and thought of you. Well, at least get two melons. Don't make me uneven and lopsided. <laughs> at least I got the date right this year. So we've been together 10 years now, and the first couple of years of us being together, I put in holiday days to book his time off of work because I was a long off flight attendant at the time, so I wanted to be in the country at least to give him that free hug. <laughs> I weren't getting him anything to go with it. And I ended up booking the week off beforehand. And when it came to it, I was really confused. I was like, oh, and I'd realised what I did straight away. He didn't. He went, oh, that's all right. You've booked off my mate's birthday instead of mine. It's all right. You're easily confused. And I was like, yeah, yeah, easily confused. Yeah. And I just didn't say anything, just smiled and thought, oh, no, 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 no. A few days later, he worked it out. I'd actually accidentally booked off my ex-boyfriend's birthday instead of current boyfriend's birthday. I'm so careful nowadays. 
That might be why he actually admitted to food poisoning me earlier on this week. I think he's been keeping this to himself for the last couple of weeks. And he actually kind of admitted to me the other day, he went, you remember a couple of weeks ago when you said you had a really dodgy tummy? I was like, yeah, yeah. He said, you know, you blamed it on pizza. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I really didn't agree with it. He went, I don't quite think it was that. I think it might have been the fact that, and I thought he knows exactly what he's doing. Well, there were a pack of chorizo that were three weeks out of date, and I thought, what's worse that can happen? Um, It'll be all right, won't it? What could that possibly do? They were like, I think I accidentally food poisoned you. Is there some kind of gift that goes along with that? The card shop near me sells most greetings. It's like, sorry, I food poisoned you. Here's a card with a bear with a sad face and a balloon. Oh, hope your belly feels better soon. Completely unrelated, but I did ring the doctors earlier on this week. I had to get a repeat prescription. And it's in like a queuing system and it's fine. I just wanted to check how you go about it. Do you come in? Do you go somewhere else? Do they electronically send it by magic through the internet? I'm not quite sure. So just thought I'd double check over the phone and the recorded message said, there are five people in front of you. And I thought, oh, nice one. Time to smash in a sandwich. So I made a massive sarnie, took a big old bite of it. And then I just said, hello. And I thought, oh, oh, no. Where's the rest of them got? You cannot have ploughed through five people in the space of seconds. That sounds dodgy if you've just scrolled through to this part, doesn't it? Oh, like, oh, even dodgier. Oh, like, the sandwich won't go down. I needed a drink. There weren't a drink. I'm there, like, spluttering bits of sani. It's splurting up the walls. I'm like, oh, no. I think I've just made up the word splurting. In the end, I just give up and hung up. I just rang back later. They'll never know it's me. Things have changed a little bit since last time that I talked to you. Like, since I recorded this last week, the UK's had the rules lifted a little bit in lockdown. Only little bits, little bits. It's weird stuff, like you can now play sports with a member of your own family. I saw this guy on the internet that put, but my wife's rubbish at football. I don't even want her on my team. And one at news channel said, you can now swim in a pond. <laughs> That's not a good option. I'm freezing when I go to normal swimming baths. And I saw a shopping trolley in our local pond the other day. I don't just go round that. That's one of the obstacles. It's free. You know, something that you really shouldn't say to a stranger, aside from the fact of, oh, you've put on quite a bit of weight during lockdown, aren't you? Go for a swim in that pond, you, yeah, and go play with that man's wife afterwards. Oh, that sounds... (laughs) I don't know. They might be into that. Um... Anyway, what I was going to say was you shouldn't go on national TV and come down with me. If you're not from the UK, come down with me is five strangers who each night of the week, one of them cooks for all of the group and then they rate them and they try and win £1,000. And because there's money involved and it's a competition and it's round at the other one's houses, oh, it gets good. It gets so, so good. I love that show. But I watched an episode this week and one of the guys turned around. It was night one. So they barely even know each other's names at this point. And one guy got really confident and went, I bet I can guess everybody's profession. 
I feel like that's a bit of a minefield. So is, let's guess everybody's age. What could possibly go wrong? And he turned around and he were, he were naming what he thought people did for a job. And he got to this one lady and he went, well, Jean's obviously retired, isn't she? <laughs> she went, no, I'm not. I'm not that old. He was like, it's the fact that he said, obviously. Well, she's obviously retired, isn't she? She's, she's obviously knocking on a bit. Oh, awkward. He's got to spend a full week with that lady. He's got to go round to her house for her to cook him dinner. I'll be getting Daryl to have a word with her. Use some of that three-week-old chorizo. That'll teach him. <laughs> He'll know about it the next day. Trust me. I'm not really on Twitter. I don't really understand it, to be honest. So popular tweets, I just wait until people screenshot them and then put them on Facebook and Instagram and then they go viral from there. So my favourite tweet of this week, I do enjoy a rhyme. One lady tweeted out saying, knowing there is a banana in my desk drawer in work, which has been there since a week before lockdown, is making me anxious. So that is now, what are we on? Seven, eight weeks. So that banana is like eight or nine weeks old. <laughs> uh, can you imagine the smell? Can you imagine? Oh, it goes right mushy after a bit as well, doesn't it? <gasps> oh. But I bet it's not just her. I bet up and down the country... All around the world, actually. I bet there's really dodgy, gone-off, weirdly smelling things in desk drawers, on top of desks, in the fridge. Oh, <sighs> I've still been going to work every day, and I've got no excuse for this. But a couple of months ago, I did actually leave something in the fridge for, like, for, I don't know, about five weeks. Like an old tub of spag ball. And we opened it up, and it, it got a nice furry coat on it. Do you remember when you were at school and you'd always turn around to people, like, try and get them into theirs and go, how much would someone have to pay you to eat that right now? And I said that to one of the guys and he went, nothing, you're always skint. You ain't got no money to give me. Oh, yeah. Now, you might have guessed already because we're 10 minutes into this podcast and I ain't told you a single news story. It's been a bit of a sparse week. There haven't been much going on. There's only been three stories that's really caught my attention. So it's a good job there's been a lot going on in my life, isn't there? I did enjoy one woman. She'd lost her password for a dog's Facebook account. Yeah, that's apparently a thing now. People can make a lot of money out of it as well. A lad that I used to work with, his dog is a massive Instagram star. Yeah, that happens. She's got 10,000 followers and she gets free stuff like food, collars, clothing. I'm really jealous of the dog. I want to be popular so I get free stuff. So going back to the lady with the Facebook account for a dog and she'd lost her password, she emailed, I'm guessing Facebook, she emailed somebody and they said, yeah, yeah, uh, we just need um, a copy of his driving licence. She went, yeah, my driving licence. No, no, we just need a copy of his driving licence. The dog's driving licence. You want a copy of the dog's driving Yeah, yeah. If you just include that in an email, we'll get that sorted for you straight away. The dog... What? She put on saying, I've got no choice but to teach him how to drive. It's something to do during lockdown, isn't it? This made the headlines in one local newspaper. Have you lost a shoe during lockdown? It could be in this Brighton garden. Now, if you're unfamiliar, Brighton, to where I live, is not quite the other end of the country. It's a long way away. It's... I'm going to... 
give an actual estimation. I've no idea. Hundreds or thousands of miles. I'm either going to get this like way too short or it's going to seem like I live between here and the moon towards it. It's a way away. It's a couple of hours drive at least. I think that helps a bit with the measurements. Anyway, what I'm trying to point out is if my shoes are in this lady's garden, we've got some issues. I'm no longer relieved that she's found my shoes. I'm wondering how on earth my shoes have got to Brighton for free. And also, can it get me there for free as well? I do fancy an holiday when all this is over and it's by the seaside. And last but not least, delivery driver takes woman's request to hide her packages from her husband too literally. So she's ordered something online, a huge box, and she's put, oh, can you leave it in a discreet place? I get it. Your other half moans a little bit sometimes when you order things online. It's like, oh, you've not got enough dresses, have you? Oh, is that another? And the amount of stuff that I've stuffed in the bottom of our wardrobe and just brought out every now and again to appear like I've not been on a massive shopping binge. It's a running joke now. I'll wear something, cut the tags off, and I'll go, oh, have you had that ages, have you? And I'll be nodding going, yeah, I've had that ages. It just leaves me to it. So for this lady, though, it were a huge box, and he'd put it on the doorstep and just put the really thin welcome mat plonked on top of it. <laughs> this lad would be a shocking spy and terrible at surprise parties or planning an Easter egg hunt. I don't want him on my team. And that is all from me this week. Thank you so much for joining me. Just to give you a heads up, I'm not here next week. It sounds like I'm asking for a day off. Miss, can I have a week off? So, yeah, I can't do it next week, but I will be back the week after, which is really confusing. Let me give you a date. Hold on. Uh, so I will do another one. 25th of May. That's the next one that I'm going to bring out. In the meantime, catch up. I've done loads. I've done one a week since September. Get involved. I purposely picked stories, especially in the beginning, that didn't go out of date. Just silly stuff, random stuff. And do me a favour, pass it on to your mate. Inbox it to a relative or somebody that lives by themselves, somebody that might need a bit of company, and to laugh at somebody doing stupid daft things. Feel free to laugh at me. Laugh with me if you want, but laugh at me as well. It's fine as long as I'm cheering someone up. You have a wonderful couple of weeks, and I'll see you on the 25th. Bye-bye. Oh, I mean the 1st of June. Right, I am actually going now. Bye.